You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. February 13, 2017 started as a surprisingly warm winter day in the small town of Delphi, Indiana. But the events of this one day would, in an instant, shatter a sense of calm and safety that its few thousand citizens had always enjoyed. That afternoon, 13-year-old Abby Williams and 14-year-old Libby German were out for a walk in the woods when they simply disappeared. With the day off from school, the girls had decided to go for a hike through the Delphi Historic Trails. But when they failed to meet Libby's father a few hours later, a sense of unease began to ripple through their community. Still, the town initially held out hope that the girls had merely gotten lost. This sliver of hope vanished the next day when Abby and Libby's remains were found. Volunteers discovered the girls about a half mile from an abandoned railroad bridge called the Monon High Bridge. Immediately, the town demanded answers, answers that have remained elusive to this day. In the four years since the girls turned up dead, investigators have released few details about what happened to Libby and Abby, but the girls left some chilling clues of their own. Libby recorded a brief and blurry video on her phone of a man walking toward them on the bridge just before they disappeared. She even managed to capture a man's voice saying, down the hill. Police believe that this man could be their killer. Nevertheless, no one is sure what happened in the woods on that warm February afternoon. However, a recent development in the case could change everything and finally solve the Delphi murders for good. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. Today, we'll examine the chilling case of the 2017 Delphi murders. destroyed the peaceful existence of Delphi, Indiana and its 3,000 citizens, started with surprisingly beautiful weather. Although February temperatures in Delphi can drop below 20 degrees, Monday, February 13th felt like spring. And since Abby Williams and Libby German, both 8th graders at Delphi Community Middle School, had the day off, the two friends decided they'd go for a hike. It was t-shirt and sweatshirt weather, recalled Mike Patty, Libby's grandfather, unfortunately. If that day hadn't been so unseasonably warm, maybe Abby and Libby would have spent their day off indoors. Sadly, they headed for Delphi Historic Trails instead. Libby's older sister, Kelsey, dropped the girls off near Monon High Bridge around 1 p.m. That was the last time that anyone would see them alive. At 2.07 p.m., Libby posted a photo to her Snapchat account showing Abby walking across the bridge. In the photo, Abby looks down as she walks along the narrow platform. The sky above her head is blue, streaked with clouds. 
That Snapchat photo seems insignificant, a mundane picture taken on a lazy day, but it was the last picture the girls ever took. It was the last photo ever taken of Abby Williams alive, and it captured a foreboding moment of eerie calm before a terrible storm. When Libby's father arrived to pick the girls up around 3 p.m., they were nowhere to be found. At first, their families worried, but didn't outright panic. They thought maybe Libby and Abby had gotten lost on their hike. Perhaps one of them had fallen down or gotten hurt. But their parents' concern quickly grew as an hours-long search for the girls turned up nothing. Still, authorities didn't yet suspect any foul play. They figured that the greatest threat to the girls would be the elements, and called off the search until morning. On February 14th, 2017, Valentine's Day, the search began again. Volunteers, police officers, canine units, and even dive teams fanned out through the Delphi historic trails. At around noon, they made a terrible discovery. The bodies of the missing girls, about a half mile from the bridge. happened to Abby Williams and Libby German? In the years since their disappearance and death, investigators have remained tight-lipped. To this day, they've never revealed how the girls were killed. When we have the person we want, we want to know what they know about the case, noted Sergeant Kim Riley of the Indiana State Police. That's why we've held back on the information that we've given out. But early on, investigators did share a few pieces of evidence with the community, thanks to Libby German's quick thinking. Before her murder, Libby managed to leave two clues on her smartphone. One was a grainy video of a man walking along the Monon High Bridge, seemingly toward the girls. In the video, he wears jeans, a dark blue jacket, and a brown knit cap. His face is down. Libby also captured a man's voice. In an audio recording released by police, he can be heard saying, Guys, down the hill. Did this man kill Libby and Abby? Police think so. They believe that Libby made the recordings because she felt that she and Abby were in danger. Indeed, a few days after the discovery of Libby and Abby's remains, police alerted the public that this man was a suspect in their murder. So who could he be? Investigators say that they're looking for a white man who is between 5'6 and 5'8, someone between the ages of 18 and 40 but who might seem younger than his actual age. And they believe, chillingly, that he lives or works in Delphi. That is, Abby and Libby's killer could be hiding in plain sight. Over the years, investigators have focused on a couple of different men in town without making an arrest. A few days after the girl's murder, police searched the property of a man named Ron Logan, who owned the land where they were found. And in September 2017, police questioned a Colorado man named Daniel Nations about his possible involvement in Libby and Abby's deaths. Authorities confirmed that Nations had been living homeless in Indiana at the time of their murder. However, neither Logan nor Nations were charged with anything, and authorities currently don't seem to consider them suspects in the ongoing investigation. Somebody out there knows who this person is, insisted State Police Superintendent Doug Carter a year after the girls were killed. 
I don't think there's multiple pieces of the puzzle. I think there's one piece. And it's having one individual with the strength to say, that was my brother, that's my dad, or that's my cousin. That's my neighbor, my coworker. And I think we're one piece away. One piece. For years, investigators have lacked that piece. So far, the only evidence that they've shared is Libby's audio, her video, and a couple of police sketches. But a recent development could change everything and solve the Delphi murder case for good. On April 19th, 2021, something horrific happened in Lafayette, Indiana, a small city about 20 minutes away from Delphi. A nine-year-old girl was found in the basement of a man named James Chadwell II. Chadwell had lured the girl to his home under the pretense of letting her pet his dog, but once he got her inside, he attacked. Fortunately, the police, who began searching for the girl about 30 minutes after she went missing, came to Chadwell's house and asked to search his property. When the girl had first gone missing, Chadwell had bizarrely told them that he'd seen her, so after searching the neighborhood for a bit, police circled back to his house and asked if they could take a look around. He said yes, and they found the girl in his basement. The nine-year-old had bruises on her head, arms, and legs as well as strangulation marks around her neck. She told the police that she thought that Chadwell was going to kill her. Now, police wonder if Chadwell could have killed before, if, four years earlier, he had cornered and killed two 8th grade girls in Delphi, Indiana. It's a serious accusation, but one that Chadwell's own family thinks could be true. He's a monster, exactly. He's an absolute evil person, James's brother Ashley Chadwell told Inside Edition. He went on, do I think that he's capable of that kind of crime? Absolutely, absolutely. He's shown numerous times, not only to his friends, but to his family as well, that he has that kind of evil streak in him. He should be locked up and never let loose again because he's a monster. James Chadwell even has a tattoo on his upper arm, which some think bears a disturbing resemblance to Libby German. But could James Chadwell have killed Abby and Libby? Could he be the mysterious man in Libby's video, the eerie voice from her audio recording? Kelsey German, Libby's sister, says that no one should jump to conclusions quite yet. On Twitter, she said, Yes, I've seen his name all over. No new updates. No press release. There is no suspect in custody in this case. Law enforcement is looking into a tip that was sent in that is now being made way bigger than it is. Until law enforcement says he's a suspect, he is no more than another name that they're looking at. Kelsey added that her family has gone through the hope of discovering new suspects before, and it's heartbreaking every time. She said, Our family sees every single person that's put out there, and they're sent to us every day, and that's just another person we think could be him, and we find out it's not, and are just heartbroken again. For now, it seems that James Chadwell may simply be a person of interest in the Delphi murder case. As Carroll County Sheriff Toby Lazenby noted, the information has been shared with us, and our investigators are looking into him. In the four years since Abby
Abby Williams and Libby German were murdered, their families have suffered through false hope, heartbreak, and endless unanswerable questions about what happened on that fateful February day. As Abby's mother, Anna Williams, said, We know where they were, and we know where they ended up. There are 500 different ways in your head that could have happened or could have gone. Libby's grandmother, Becky Patty, added, I have gone through every scenario. I have walked it. I have lived it. I have imagined it. To honor the girls, their families decided to raise money for the LNA Park Foundation, a nonprofit that raised money to build a $1 million park that included three ball fields, an amphitheater, and playgrounds, since the girls love to play softball. The park is called Abby and Libby Memorial Park. In doing so, they hope to turn the devastation of Abby and Libby's deaths into something positive for the community. But Abby and Libby's murder left a deep scar on their town. The town's very name will forever be linked to their disturbing deaths. And their story once again shows that no community, no matter how small, no matter how seemingly innocent, is immune to tragedy. As Kelsey German said, Abby and Libby could be any one of us. I think we can all see a little bit of ourselves in those girls. I think that's why it blew up so fast. It's such a small town. You feel safe. You can hang out with your friends and it would be okay, but it turns out it's not. Bad things are happening, even in small towns that felt very safe. But perhaps Abby and Libby's families, and the town of Delphi as a whole, will get some sense of resolution with the recent developments in the case. But whether or not the case is ever solved, its legacy will linger on. Proof that darkness can always be lurking nearby, and that even the brightest of days can end with the greatest of evils. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. Hello all, Eric Rivenis with the Most Notorious Podcast here. Each week I interview an author or historian about a historical true crime, tragedy, or disaster. Subject matter ranges from gunslingers to Gilded Age murder to gangsters to fires to pirates to wild prison breaks. My guests bring their incredible knowledge directly to you. Please subscribe to Most Notorious on your favorite podcast app. Cheers and have a safe tomorrow.